What up, Marksman Tribe? Matt Robertson here, back with another episode of Everyday Marksman Radio. In this episode, we are going to be talking about... It's not about the numbers. What does that mean? Well, you got to stick around to find out. But before I get there, then welcome to the Everyday Marksman. If you are new, I am your host, Matt Robertson, former military officer turned tech sector corporate grunt, outdoors enthusiast, shooting nerd, and your friend. I'm not going to lie to you, tribe. I have had a week. In fact, I have had two weeks. If you haven't noticed, I am late two weeks in a row of getting the podcast uploaded. For that, I am sorry. But tonight is going to be a little different because as I'm recording this, I have a glass of whiskey in my hand and I am just going to go for it. <laughs> our website is everydaymarksman.co. There you're going to find all of our show notes, our articles, our episodes, and our awesome community of marksmen. Shout out to you guys. You are awesome. Now today we're talking about something that I have battled since, well, <laughs> forever. You see, I hate losing. I have this deep-seated angst about getting involved in any kind of competition and not winning. I hate feeling like I'm not doing something well enough, even if I'm brand new at it. I don't like that feeling of being a beginner. So where is this coming from? Well, there's really two things been in my mind lately. The first happened last week when I was at the gym and I was in my squat rack, actually squatting. <laughs> and, and I look over and through the loud music in my headphones, as I try to drown out the world, I happened to see somebody else with this rounded back doing a deadlift and not a whole lot of weight on the bar. Now I am not ever, ever going to criticize someone else in the gym for putting in the effort. Everybody has to start somewhere. I am certainly no pro athlete, all right? But you have to be safe. And part of being safe is good form. And as I watched this gentleman bend over with his long arched back, and then he would grab the bar and hoist it up, and not even to going fully upright, and then drop it, I thought to myself, he is trying too hard to lift more than he should because you have to focus on doing each rep safely. As another example, my wife, who you may remember, is a professional musician and she used to teach lessons out of our house when we lived in Montana. And I remember her telling me about all of her students who just didn't want to practice. She would have them go up and down the scales over and over, critiquing their timing and their tone and their pitch and their musicality. And they all didn't want to do it. They were a lot like me when I was in high school learning how to play guitar. I didn't want to learn the basics. I wanted to go play my favorite songs. And so in the end, my wife became a professional musician who still practices those scales up and down. And I have a guitar hanging on a wall that I don't even know how to play. <laughs> All of these things do when you rush progress and you skip that beginner period where you need to practice the basics. 
Well, you're not going to get anywhere. The path to mastery is a slow one. You have to be patient and intentional. And when you don't do that, all you do is sacrifice your future skills. So all of that got me thinking about what I wanted to talk to you about today. And it has to do with disregarding all of these outside influences and focusing on yourself. Now, you see, I am an extremely competitive person. In fact, I have to actively choose to not care about a lot of things or else I would go crazy trying to be the best. Have you ever seen those memes about type A personalities who just, I'm going to be the best flower, flower smeller in the world? That is written about me. (laughs) Whenever I'm going to learn something new and I love learning new things, one of the first things I do is go out and Google what constitutes a good score. How do I know when I've been successful? What does a successful person do with this skill? Maybe it's weightlifting. I can tell you, according to strength tables, on a strength-to-weight ratio, how much weight you should be able to lift as a beginner or intermediate or advanced lifter. When shooting, I want to know what is a good minute-of-angle standard that I can do from any position. As a blogger and a podcaster, I look at my stats, how many downloads, how many page visits, how many conversions am I getting on an email list, things that most people don't obsess about. These are the things I look at and be like, I need that. So what happens when I do all of that? Well, now I'm competing against everybody else for things without a lot of context. Running through this pattern over and over again is honestly exhausting. It's a path to burnout and hating the things that I should be doing for fun. When all I do is say, hey, I really enjoy writing this article, but man, that guy's blog traffic is better than mine. Now I'm just comparing myself. As Teddy Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. Now, does this sound familiar to you? Do you ever compare yourself to others and either think, man, they've got it good or oh, I'm better than that? Do you look at Instagram accounts and compare your AR-15 to the one you see over there that's got all those custom parts and think, man, if only. And perhaps you find yourself looking down at someone else's budget build because it's clearly not as good as yours. Oh, how about this? Have you ever avoided going to a match because you thought your equipment was going to hold you back? See, this kind of mindset leads people to ruin their credit scores by buying stuff they don't need. Or after they buy it, they quit in frustration because they realize they still aren't as good as someone else. At the end of the day, All of these behaviors are externally focused. It means we're looking to the outside world to tell us that we're doing a good job. We're comparing our behind-the-scenes moments to everyone else's highlight reels. The problem with that is that you don't know anyone else's circumstances. You don't know how much time they're taking to practice every day or when they started learning this new skill they're doing or what they have given up 
to put in that kind of time. There's many men out there just like me who have full-time jobs and we have families and then we want to go compete and stuff and we're going to lose to the guys who have none of that and then we get mad at ourselves over it. But in the end, it's not about them. It's about you. It's about me competing against myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not saying that you shouldn't have objectively measurable goals. Of course, goals are important. You want to have a target to shoot for. You want to score. You want to have some kind of measure to let you know that, yes, in fact, you are doing well. But the path to mastery is not based on looking at a score or a number and deciding that that is what you need to be happy. That, in fact, you will be unhappy until the day comes that you achieve that arbitrary mark because everybody else has said that means good performance. So what's the better way to do this? Well, you need to focus on beating yourself. Do better than you did last time. Work to add a few more pounds to your lift. Score another X-ring shot. Build that shelter 10 seconds faster. Spend more time with your family than you did last week. Worry less about the equipment that you have as long as it works and dedicate yourself to using it to its maximum capability. And only when you hit that limit should you really think that, hey, I need this extra special piece of gear that that guy had because that'll give me a better edge. When that happens, it will be true. But too many people, me included, try and jump out and spend all of that money for special gear before we have mastered the basics. And when it comes down to it, at the very end of things and you're in your last final moments, do you want to talk about how badly you beat everybody else? Or do you want to take pride in knowing how every day you dedicated your life to excellence and improvement. I know my choice. All right, well, thank you for listening to this episode of Everyday Marksman. Fairly short one. I'm enjoying my whiskey while I'm giving it to you. So here's a couple of things you can do for me. I am focusing only on one call to action today, guys. So number one, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, share my show with a friend. Help us grow by hitting that share button, telling somebody else about it, and getting the word out there. I sincerely appreciate it. And of course, if you want to do any more than that, come on by everydaymarksman.co. I'd love to talk to you in the comment section or in our community. It's a great group of guys, and I really do love hanging out with you. Well, that's going to be it for me today. Have a fantastic week. I've got a great episode for you next week. I have an interview with a gear designer, and we've been working on some pretty cool stuff in the background. Until then, I'll see you later.